Welcome to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Maudie Wollner, a multiple business owner, life coach, busy mom of three, and curious student of life. This podcast is a place for inspired women to gather. Each week, I will share personal stories, quick inspo, strategies that you can implement right away, and engage in real conversations with badass women who have made the conscious decision to live a life on purpose one that they have intentionally designed and that they now demand. No more allowing our lives to be defined by everyone else. No more putting ourselves on the back burner. No more living in a state of default and never going after our goals or our dreams. We are gonna live our best lives on our terms. Living on purpose is our goal and we're gonna get after it starting right now. peeps this of course is my favorite part of the show the time where I get to give you a big old virtual hug and thank you for reviewing this podcast my labor of love these ratings and reviews seriously from the bottom of my heart seriously mean the world to me this five-star review comes from E Long Wa E says In this time of social distancing, where we may hurry by a friend when out walking, I appreciate the Living on Purpose podcast more than ever. Listening to Maudie is like having lunch with a friend. Open, honest, refreshing conversation from an authentic woman. Maudie, you are a gift to each of us. Thank you for sharing of yourself. E, thank you for sharing this review, and I completely agree. In this time of social distancing, connection is something that we crave more than ever, and I am thrilled that you found it here in the podcast. And I would love to hear what you think of the show. Leave a review wherever you are listening, and I will make sure to give you some love on a future episode. Welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast. You are tuning into a solo episode, and today you have me fired up. This is episode number 40, and I can't wait to dig in. I can't believe that it's already been 40 weeks together. How crazy is that? And today we're going to talk about something that's right on my heart. And if I would have recorded it two days ago, I would have been even more fired up than I am right now because uh, someone blasted me on the social about something that's really true and near to my heart. And so what we're going to talk about today is the very obvious and also not very fun fact that we can never please everyone. We can please some people. But we definitely can't please everyone. And there's always going to be someone, there's always that person who is there to poke holes in our big goals and our dreams and our lives and our causes. So today I'm going to talk to you about a story that happened to me just a couple days ago. Uh, And as I mentioned, it's still raw, still fired up. And uh, talk a little bit about how I have gotten through it and how I continue to get through things in my life that when it seems like I'm going against most people or when I'm being picked on or uh, people are upset with me for showing up for who I am. So let's dive in. As you know, and, and if you don't know, that's all good, but go back and listen to the last couple of podcasts because I have been talking a lot about this GoFundMe that I started called Feed the Front Lines. 
And I launched this project uh, May 1st uh, this year. And the idea it was because I felt so tied, like my hands were so tied because I felt like I couldn't do a damn thing from my house due to the, you know, craziness of COVID-19, um, I felt pretty powerless. And so I launched this GoFundMe that was a platform for people to contribute donations where I would then buy meals from local restaurants to deliver food to our local frontline healthcare workers. So it was really cool because so many people benefited. A, the, the don- donations that were received, the people who donated benefit knowing that they were making a difference and doing so good in our community. The local restaurants uh, benefited because they were earning income, whereas uh, business has slowed down so much. And then, of course, the people at our local hospitals, our frontline healthcare workers were just being shown so much love and support during a time where um, they could feel really lonely going to work. And when I started this on May 1st, this was at a time when the lack of PP was like freaking crazy rampant, right? Like nurses were being called heroes. And then and then some nurses were protesting saying, you know, Do, don't call us heroes. We're, we're martyrs. We're being forced to go into work with zero PPE or PPE that's faulty. And they really were on the front line. And they still are. And so I have been over the last two months with my community raising money and awareness to bring meals to feed our frontline healthcare workers. And it has been, you know, my heart just swells every time a donation comes in. My heart just swells every time I get a text message with pictures from a restaurant delivering. And I've recently gotten a lot of messages from the the nurses and the doctors who have received the love. And so I was feeling all the good, right? And I'm actually getting ready to um, wrap this project up. It was always intended to go for 60 days. And at the end of May, we will be bringing a close to feed the front lines, unless there's someone in our community or someone outside of our community who wants to take it over, which is completely, which would be amazing. So if you're listening now and you feel like you would love to take over the Feed the Front Lines project, which I started, it is all yours. So I was sitting at uh, my dinner table two nights ago playing Catan, our new favorite board game, with the family when my cell phone buzzed. And it said, you have a new message from someone. I popped open the message and it was a comment under something that I had wrote about Feed the Front Lines, okay? And here's here's what the post said. Here's the gist of the post. The commenter said, here's a thought. I think it's great that this cause is supporting restaurants, but is it really necessary to feed the quote-unquote front line They have a job, making money, and surely there is a cafeteria in the hospital where they work. And if not, then there are plenty of restaurants offering to-go food. And she goes on and on and says, I do applaud your effort, but maybe your money would do better uh, providing food for people who don't have jobs. So I was was so mad. We had to actually stop playing the, the board game because I was shaking, right? I was mad and I was hurt and I was confused. And I immediately, my first instant reaction was I wanted to lash right back out. I wanted to lash right back out and say all the mean things I could possibly think of. I wanted to point out 
all the nasty things that I could and pick apart that post. Um, Luckily, I sat back and I thought, okay, all right, this sucks. And what can I learn from this? And, And what's the lesson underlying this that the community, the Living on Purpose community can benefit from? And it dawned on me really quickly that the lesson that we can all benefit from this episode or this example is the fact that we can't ever please everyone. And so unfortunately, it does us no good to try. And I think that we're conditioned as women, um, as moms, as wives to to try. <laughs> like to go about our lives thinking about everybody else before we think of ourselves, which hopefully cross our fingers if we do that just right, just perfect enough, then everybody else will be happy. Now, here's the problem with that scenario, with that conditioning, is we're, we're the last ones that get to be happy. We're the last ones that get to be pleased with that conditioning in with that scenario. So I say, fuck that. I actually think that it's more important to put ourselves first and do everything that we possibly can to make ourselves happy because you know what happens when we do that? When we focus on making ourselves as happy as possible, all the people who are left in the wake of that happiness, all of the people who are close to us, all of the people who we love will reap the benefits of that happiness wake. So as I was thinking about this and as I was thinking, okay, you know, that's great in practice and that's great in theory, but okay, as I was thinking about that, I thought, you know, that's great in theory, but what about in practice? That's so hard to not be liked. It's so hard to know that we're not going to make everybody happy. So I thought, okay, I need to get some thoughts, words, advice from the experts. And so I turned to two of my favorites, one being uh, Glennon Doyle and the other being the amazing Brené Brown. And uh, first, let's talk a little bit about the the thought that I was reading in Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed. And I was scouring the book to find the quote. And so I'm going to misquote her here, but the the idea is the same. What Glennon says is if you have a choice between disappointing yourself or disappointing someone else, choose someone else every time. Do not learn to live a life that you get custom to and get in the habit of disappointing yourself. Yourself is the last person who you need to focus on disappointing. And as I was looking through the book, it's interesting when you go looking for something and then something else finds you. So as I was looking for that quote that I totally butchered, I'm sure, this one came came upon me. This one is what I found. And Glennon says, your business is to stay loyal to you. That way, You will always know that those who do like and love you are really your people. You'll never be forced to hide or act in order to keep people if you don't hide or act to get them. To be brave is to forsake all others. 
to be true to yourself. That is the vow of a confident girl. And I am so thankful that I came across that one right there because it is so true. It is our business to stay loyal to ourselves. And one way to do that is to stop disappointing ourselves so that we can make other people happy. The other one that I wanted to point out is I read, I started to reread Glennon Doyle's uh, book, Daring Greatly, with my book club. And I haven't gotten far into it when I thought, oh my goodness, uh, this is exactly what this conversation is about. The fact that you can't please everyone and that that's okay. And so in the very, very beginning of uh, Brene's book, Daring Greatly, she quotes Theodore Roosevelt's speech. And in this speech, it starts out and it says, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes up short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms and great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. I picked up that book yesterday, a day after I had gotten um, that message where I felt like, I felt so vulnerable and I felt so um, beat up, right? I definitely felt like I was in the arena and really just being shit on. And I'm so, so thankful that I stumbled upon that again because if I had a choice, if I have a choice, and I know I do, if we have a choice, whether to be in the arena or to be the bystander, I will choose being in the arena fighting for the life that I crave day in, day out, even if that means not pleasing everybody. So the experts agree with me. I have a crazy story that just goes to show that even when you're trying to do good and be good, uh, you're not going to make everybody happy and that's okay. So as I mentioned earlier, this is much easier said than it is done. So I've put together a, a short little list to help us give fewer fucks. And this is in nowhere close to be an all-inclusive list. It's just a few thoughts to A, keep us on the right track, and then B, get us back on the right track when we do get knocked down, when we do get beat up, when the, the dream is poked at and prodded and disparaged. So here are my few little tips. Number one is find your homies. And as I've talked about before, I have, I have been really, really intentional, really, really on purpose was finding people who level me up, who make me a better human, who um, can be a devil's advocate for me when things like this happen. Um, trusted friends that I can confide in without any judgment, and I know that that's the case. Um, and recently, I have to, I have to admit, this pandemic has really has me evaluating this more than I ever have. I think, I think I did it when I when I launched Living on Purpose and I started hosting dinners with with the you know goal of leveling up my circle of influence. 
I, I definitely did quite a few things, but also with the pandemic, you know, I'm feeling like my circle's even getting tighter and tighter and closer and closer. And um, I've even been writing down what I won't tolerate anymore in friendships. Um, and some of the things that I've written down have been like, I want um, my good, close people to love me for who I am no matter what. Another thing that I wrote down is, you know, I want my friends to assume the best in me. That when I launch something like Feed the Front Lines, I do have the best of intent. And I might stumble and I might mess up and I might might say or post something that's offensive, but I never meant to do it in a way that was hurtful or harmful to anyone. And I want friends who trust that. So my first tip when it comes to um, padding your life padding your life and insulating yourself so that when people poke and prod, right? Number one is to find your true homies. And um, another way that I've done this is to launch virtual happy hours, virtual book clubs, virtual get-togethers and meetings, and really be intentional about using uh, technology right now to stay connected with the people that you love and trust the most. Okay, tip number one is find your homies. Tip number two is to know your why and your purpose. And I hate this one actually, but I do want to put it in there. I hate this one because I think when people talk about your why or your purpose, that's so intimidating. That's like this big, daunting, crazy thing. Like where do you even start, right? But what I'm more talking about is when you launch something like a project or um, like for me, the, the, the Feed the Front Lines, When you're putting something out there into the world that means as much to you as that meant to me, figure out what your why is behind it so that when people bash it and batter it, you have a solid purpose, a solid why to stand on. A couple ways to do this, um, as I've mentioned before, I have figured out what my life's purpose is. And I did that through a coach. Um, A couple different ways to also really dig into what a purpose or why um, for you, for both your life, but also just your projects can be just some self-reflection. Just reflecting on on what really lights you up. What is it about this cause or this post or this dream or this goal that has you so excited? What for you makes time totally stop where you're in the zone or in the flow? Your why or purpose could be hidden there. Um, Obviously, I always recommend hiring a coach when it comes to this, to getting really, really true to you, hiring a coach to help you. And I know Simon, Simon Sinek has a good book on this as well. So when you're launching someone or something, um, a big goal, a big dream, a cause, something that you're going to put out into the world, um, another way to insulate yourself is to really get crystal clear on why you're doing it. And so that when someone does say, hey, um, that's great and all, but you probably should be focusing your time on this, you can stand firm in what you're doing and say, actually, I am very, very proud of what I did, and I still stand behind the cause that I started. And then let's see, do I have another tip? I do. Tip number three is to get to know yourself. I find that more and more that I get to know who I really am, it's becoming easier and easier to let the shit roll off my back. As I spend more and more time by myself, 
I feel more and more confident with what I'm doing on the day to day. As you probably know, I'm a big journaler, so I write out a lot of the reasons why I do things. I write a lot about my day, a lot about my thoughts, just really spending time in my mind and with myself. Another way to get to know yourself is to take personality tests and assessment. I love doing this. Because um, I don't even know why. I, I love getting to know my personality, the reasons why I make the choices that I do, ways that I can improve my life based on my personality type, and ways that I can lean into my strengths and stay away from my weaknesses. My favorite right now is the Enneagram. And if you've done the Enneagram, then you love it as well. And um, if you have done that one, I would definitely recommend signing up for the Ennea Thought of the Day. That has been such a cool way to get to know myself a little bit better with some self-reflection early on in the day. And then my my last thought is to get in the arena. As Teddy Roosevelt says, it's not the, what is it? It's not the critic that counts. It's the guy who's getting after it. It's the guy who's standing in the arena. Everybody's watching. He's dusty. He's dirty. He's got blood all over him. He's fighting for his life. And I feel like if we just get in the arena more and more, it will become easier and easier when people poke, when people try to dismantle what we've built, when people are mean. So my last tip is to get your booty even small. You can start super duper small, but get your booty in the arena fighting for the life you crave, fighting for that life you love, fighting for the causes that you believe in. Okay, that's it. I cannot wait to hear what you think of this episode. So please don't hesitate to leave me a review. I love each and every one of them. Have an awesome, awesome day. And as always, keep living on purpose. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you loved this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way, you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time, always keep living on purpose.